guys, what is up? It's Ashton again, back with the Do Uses podcast, back for another episode here with a very special guest, but um, a little housekeeping, if you did not or have not heard, I have rebranded the podcast to be more of a health and wellness podcast. So this is episode, I think number three. So we're only on episode number three, but I do have a very special guest on and it's someone who I've not had anyone like before. Her name is Hannah Malillo. So Hannah, welcome to the show. Hi, thanks for having me. I know, I'm happy you're here. You guys, what's so special about Hannah? She's actually a, tell me what you are. A com- An NPC competitor. NPC competitor. So here I was trying to figure out how to introduce her at the beginning of this before we started recording, but clearly I didn't know what to say. So I'm happy that you introduced yourself. So with that being said, Hannah, let's just start to dive in. I want you to kind of tell the listeners who you are, where you're from. Um, that's your competitor, obviously. So let's hear it. Who is Hannah Malolo? Cool. Well, hey guys. Um, I'm Hannah Malillo. I'm from Louisville, Kentucky, but I went to school with Ashton at Western. So that's how we got to know each other. Um, and then I work in the bourbon industry. I work at a bourbon distillery called Three Boys Farm Distillery as a tour guide, but I also do tasting. So I'm kind of like a glorified bourbon bartender. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I love fitness. So I'm 26. So I'm in my mid 20s. But yeah, I yeah. love fitness and got into competing about a year ago. Yeah. Awesome. And that's funny you say the whole bourbon thing. Cause I noticed the other day I was like watching your stories. I'm like, that is, that shit's cool. So I'm sure you really enjoy your job. There's yeah. A lot of it's a lot of fun. Yeah. So what's a day in the life of that look like first off? Cause I'm curious. So it's different. So we're all craft single barrel. And so we don't blend any kind of barrels together. People will walk in and they literally walk into like a barn. It's not like mm-hmm. your bigger distilleries. I call us the mom and pop shop of bourbon. Um, and then they come back and they do a tasting from five bourbons straight out of the barrel. So they get like char in their glass at different points and where it's not being filtered. And then um, they go on a tour and then they can hang out. I mean, we'll do live music at different points. We have a cook on Fridays and Saturdays and an open bar Fridays and Saturdays. So it's awesome. a fun gig. Yeah, I bet it is fun. And it probably keeps you busy too. I feel like yeah. that's something that gives you, yeah, extremely busy on your toes. Well, awesome. Okay. So now let's dive into obviously fitness. So with that being said, as you know, she started and you just said that you got into competing about a year ago. So yes. let's just dive into that. Like first things first, actually, let's back it up. When did fitness even become a priority for you? Like when did you start getting into that? When did it become, you know, a big part of your life? So I didn't realize how big of a part of my life it was going to become. So I started back in March of 2021. It was like right after, like right during COVID. And I mean, I just started drinking a lot during COVID and I hung out with like my neighbors. We had this like core group that just stuck together. So we'd all get off work and then we'd come to my house and then we'd all start drinking. And then we weren't doing anything. So I just became kind of like a slug. And I noticed that I was like, just gaining a bunch of weight. So um, I messaged somebody and started to get into lifting again and I've always been pretty athletic and fit but not like built that way necessarily and so um I just I fell in love with lifting and then I'd gone to a couple competitions and I was like these are some badasses like (laughs) that's a lot of hard work yeah and so I was like you know what I'm I'm just gonna try this and I tried it and I absolutely loved being on stage it Mm. was so cool yeah. It's so outside my comfort zone. I feel like I'm told that you just get this rush when you're up there, like this adrenaline rush, like there's nothing like it. You just have to do it. And then you're sucked into it and you want to do it all the time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like during prep, I was like, I hate this. I never <laughs> do this again. This is awful. I just want to eat a donut. 
and then I got on stage and I was like holy shit like mm-hmm. that was fun and I could not everybody's like well what was it like and I was like I don't know it was just fun like I don't like like hair and makeup and all that attention on me that freaks me out and I got up there and it was I just got lost like, yeah yeah. And we're going to dive into that too here in a minute. Cause we're going to talk a lot about like the discipline and the sacrifices that you made to, you know, do what you did, but I kind of want to backtrack and hit on what you said about being in COVID and drinking a lot. And, um, you know, I didn't tell you that we were going to talk about this, but it's just how, how things go. But it's funny because today I was thinking about, you know, people who feel like they have to give up alcohol to be successful when it comes to, you know, living a healthy lifestyle. And that's mm-hmm. absolutely like the complete opposite. You know, obviously yeah. there's a difference between still being able to enjoy alcohol and then, you know, binge drinking all the time. So, you know, what are your thoughts on that? Like, and I've been in your shoes too. Like I was to the point where I was drinking like four nights a week. Um, obviously that had a lot to do with me gaining 30 pounds, but you know, tell me how you're feeling about that when it comes to being able to live a balanced lifestyle with alcohol and how you knew it was time for a change, you know, in that moment. Yeah. I mean, I just, I just noticed I was just, first thing I noticed was the weight gain, you know, and then that, but now that I, um, practice like a healthy lifestyle I'd be lying to you if I didn't say I had a drink doesn't have a drink every now and then you yeah. know like, but um right now I'm like an, I'm an off-season prep so I really try not to drink but like if it's a girlfriend's wedding or something like that like I'll go out and I'll have a couple drinks um but it's not something that you want to do every day you yeah. know <laughs> yeah but there's definitely a way to do it balanced likewise I feel like yeah you sincerely like well I don't want to give up beer or I don't want to give up vodka like I'm not asking you to give up either but what I'm asking sure. is that you you know realize and understand how much you're consuming and how many calories that is and how it all adds up at the end of the day like yeah it's just, it's just not yeah good. and then you get hungover um <laughs> but I mean when I if I was in like any kind of prep like I mean I would drink more than what I do yeah. you know yeah like you can go and have a couple drinks with your friends and that's okay. Yeah. You know, absolutely. again, don't do it every day, but that's okay to, you've had a long day, you know, I'm going to go out with Ashton and we're going to go have a drink and mm-hmm. have a talk and I'm going to feel better about my day. We're going to go okay. have margaritas like we used to do in yeah. college. <laughs> yes. That was yes. the thing. Oh God, I love it. And I miss it. We were talking about that too, how much we miss freaking mm. college. Like it's sad that yeah. we have been out for as long as we have, but um, well, I'm glad we touched on that because it is something that I feel like a lot of people stress and worry about not being able to have and enjoy that time with other people, with alcohol. You absolutely can. Like I live a very balanced lifestyle. I still drink. I still enjoy myself, but I think at the end of the day, it's just, it's one of those things. Some people feel like they, they by no means can cut out and you absolutely can't. You, there's ways to still enjoy yourself without feeling like you have to drink, you know, so much alcohol all the time. So I wanted to kind of, you know, note on that, but now I kind of want to know, let's get back to the whole competing thing. So obviously with your experience competing, were there any pros, cons, you know, advantages, disadvantages? I want to hear it all. If you can tell me or would like, yeah, there is a big mixture of pros and cons. (laughs) So pros are, you get to learn your body. Like it's cool to see, you know, if, if I have a couple low carb days and then I go and I have a high carb day, like how my body reacts to that. And so that was really cool just to being able to like see the physique and how things can change by just mm-hmm. what you eat over or so over like just a period of a couple of days. Um, so that was really cool. Just being able to like learn my body and understand like what I can and can't eat, how it's going to react to different things. Um, some cons. I've always kind of struggled with body dysmorphia. Mm-hmm. But that, mm-hmm. that has like, that's still 
messes with my head like yeah. to this day because it's like you you get your body to this bikini perfect bikini body mm-hmm. and you can't maintain that 24 7 and so when you gain some weight or like right now I've gained more than what I wanted to or planned to mm-hmm. um and so I'm, I'm nitpicking every little thing or I can't wear these or I can't wear that or I've got this little crease over my over mm-hmm. my belly or my I've got a chin like all these little things will like I'll pick at mm-hmm. and then and then it's, it's like my clothes still fit you know mm-hmm. and it's like I'm not fat like I know that but I go that that that's probably been the biggest thing for me yeah. um con wise now yeah. like how you you are hungry you know people are gonna be lying to you if you say you're not gonna be hungry at different points um the last few weeks is really tough but all in all it's really cool because you look when I was going through prep, I didn't think that I'd ever compete again. I was like, no, screw this. It was <laughs> awful. But then when you go on stage and you see like how rewarding it is, that that was a really big pro because it reminds you like, just gives you like gratification on like hard work, you know? Right. right. Yeah. So. And I'm glad you said that because not saying that it's never ran through my head about competing, but I struggle with it too. And I've never even done it. Like, I don't want to get to the point where, like you kind of said, I'm constantly nitpicking myself where I feel, you know, unhappy or dissatisfied. And it's nothing against you that do because you guys kick ass and it is hard work. Yeah. Um, and it is dedication and discipline all in like everything you imaginable. It, it takes so much time and effort, but you know, that's one reason why I've decided really not, not that I don't want to do it, but I think in reality, I'm, I'm very comfortable with where I'm at when it comes to, you know, Mm -hmm. weights and getting stronger. But I had somebody ask me that in the gym the other day. So what are you going to compete? And I was like, I don't think I can. I like food way too much. I don't know if I can cut food (laughs) out, but I'm happy you said that because it does take a lot of discipline. It takes a lot of effort. Um, but when you're up there, I mean, you know, kudos to you because you guys kick ass and you, you do so much and your bodies change and it's phenomenal to see like what it is that you guys are, can do and what you're even capable of. But, Mm -hmm. you know, now tell me like discipline wise, like, what does that look like for you? Has that made you a better person by learning how to be disciplined in this process of competing? Yeah. And, and but you know, but it, I still struggle with it. Like mm-hmm. we're like today I pulled into the gym and I sat there and I pulled right back out, I drove a lap <laughs> and I was like, gosh, you know, I don't want to go to the gym today. Mm-hmm. You know, but it's like, just get in there, do the damn thing at least. Like, just yeah. go, go do your leg workout. It's going to be fine. <laughs> so, like, I, it, it's tough. Like, it's definitely discipline over motivation, which I'm, everybody sees people say that all the time. I hear yeah. people say that all the time. But um, it has taught me, like, other aspects. Like, like I, used, I used to really struggle, and I, and I still do at times struggle with binge eating. And so um, that, that has helped me a lot, though, is just, like, being able to, like, okay, no, like you don't need that. Like I'll pop mm-hmm. a piece of gum in my mouth and then I'll go on. And that kind of helps me get rid of that craving. Um, and then just like getting just, and I've always made like big to-do lists. So it just makes me like, feel like I've got to get certain things accomplished. And I hold myself like to a pretty high expectation now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love all of that. It's, it's just amazing to me, like everything that you do and set your, to set yourself up for success. You know, I was the same way today. I did not want to go to the gym. I hate doing legs. For whatever reason, it is not my favorite. I, I don't like Me it. Either. The women that Me like either. it, you all are crazy because that shit sucks. <sighs> the reason why I can't grow legs is because I hate doing legs. But um, it's just choosing to show up for yourself, like you said. Like I've been in my, you know, fitness 
um, lifestyle change, I guess you could call it for like the last two and a half years. And mm-hmm. I've learned a lot about myself. You know, I learned um, that even on the days that I don't feel like doing it, or even on the days, a lot of shit goes down at work. And I am very frustrated. Like the, it's, it's easier to get there and you just do it. And then you feel better about yourself. And again, the results they show, you know, by you doing that, you know, it's, that's yeah. what matters is showing up on the days that you don't feel like doing it. So that's super awesome to hear and exciting. So, but tell me too, now I kind of switch gears. Aren't you coaching people now that you have been competing? I think I see that or saw that. So I, I was, I was. And then when I moved back to Louisville, I kind of transitioned out of that. Okay. So um, I found fitness to be more as a hobby for me. Mm-hmm. I was kind of burning myself when I took on clients and was trying to train. That was, it, I wasn't loving it as much. I felt like I was really, the discipline really kicked in at that point in my life. Right, right. So, um, but I give pointers here and there, you know, I'm not going to sure. take it completely under my wing, but I'll give my friends some pointers or some workouts and things like that. Yeah, that's good. And it's good to know, like you, you, you did that for yourself. Like sometimes we yeah. those phases in life, like where we know, like we, we can't do it all. Like I've been through one mm-hmm. of those phases actually recently trying to manage, um, you know, running a podcast and doing an apparel brand and coaching people and and working literally a part-time job. Like I physically can't do it all. So yeah, kind of hit that point. You just know, like you got to do what's best for you and um, your body too, because I know stress has a lot uh, to do with our bodies. So, you know, if you're not seeing a whole lot of results, sometimes you might just be a hella stressed because I went through a phase of yeah. as well. <laughs> and that is a thing. Yeah. That is a thing. Absolutely. So cool. I know we've talked, obviously you're not coaching now, so I was going to ask you about that, but tell me, do you plan to compete? I know you said you're kind of in off season, but what's your goals or what are you working towards, you know, competing wise? Yeah. So when I competed last time, it was in November, 2021 at Bikini. Um, and then I was taking some time off just to kind of figure out what I wanted to do as far as like stay bikini or move to wellness um, when I wanted to compete. So um, I sat down with a new coach about two months ago and decided that I'm going to take some time to grow my legs mainly. Um, and so I compete April 29th in Louisville at the Kentucky Derby show. Awesome. That's so, awesome. But I'll be I'll be, I'll be moving to the wellness division though, instead of bikini. Okay. So what's the difference between the two? Because I'm curious, cause I don't know the difference, obviously. So wellness is going to be much more like lower body dominant. So the reason I decided to move to that is because I'm pretty quad dominant. Uh, my quads are like, they're, they're kind of, they're growing. <laughs> and so, um, I just, I want to put that to use and I feel like that's kind of where my body leans towards. So you're really going to look for like good quads, nice glutes, round shoulders, um, still like got the lean, you still lean like you are in bikini. It's just pretty mm-hmm. much it's the, the basics is bigger quads. Yeah. I love that. That's Real awesome. good hamstrings. Oh yeah. I need to sign up for that just so I can make myself train to get bigger legs because hey, I need, I need my hamstrings to grow. They're struggling. The <laughs> get and I train freaking hard and I feel like I eat so much. My boyfriend tells me, he's like, you got to eat more. Like if you're trying to put on muscle, girl, you got to eat more. And I'm like, Jordan, I'm eating as much as I can. Like I get yeah. and trying to be in a calorie deficit too. Like this is, you know, there's so much that goes on and behind the scenes yeah. of trying to get a toned body. So yeah, no, I hear you out on that one. So, okay, cool. Well, do you have any advice I'm curious to hear for anyone or for anyone listening potentially who may want to do competing or is thinking about it or actually may have never even thought about it and now they're curious. Yeah. To do it. So what's your advice to those who, you know, may be wanting to do it, but are scared to do it? Yeah. So, 
Um, I talked to, and maybe this isn't, you don't have to do this, but I talked to a couple of competitors and just asked them like your pros and cons, what they like, disliked, um, and just kind of got an idea of like what their day in the life of competing and prep was like. Um, and then, so I, I recommend like going to a show, watching a show because it is different and literally all the attention's on you. And that is something that was probably my biggest struggle um, was realizing all these people are looking at me and I'm in like this little bikini and oh, uh, just it still freaks me out. That's what I get most anxious about. Um, but I would go to a show, I would talk to competitors just to kind of get a date in the life. And then if you do decide to compete, get a coach, no matter, I would tell you to get a coach and you know fitness because your body goes through so many changes during that time. And you're going to want somebody who can walk you through that. Um, so I highly suggest, you know, getting a coach, but also having a reason. So if your reason is just because you want to step on stage, that better be a really good reason. You know, that, that better be really motivating to you because there were times it's like, why am I doing this? Why am I doing this? Mm -hmm. And um, my mind boils back down to where I started and how quickly I was progressing. And then the, the athlete and the competitive side came out and me and was like, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm just doing this. Mm -hmm. um, and so now I do it just to keep my mental toughness up. Yeah. You know, it's very mentally tough. So getting a coach and just having a reason to do it, that that's big for me. Yeah. So you kind of said it already, but how did you shift your mindset in the times that you're like, oh God, I don't know if I can do this or not. Like, how did you really like mentally prepare yourself to do what you needed to do to get the job done? Because I feel like that is literally 80% of fitness. And I'm sorry for any of those who think that it's 80% nutrition and 20% working out. It is absolutely 80% <laughs> mindset and like 15% nutrition and the rest is working out. So tell me yeah. wise, like how you kept that strong mindset towards reaching your goals and continuing to push yourself to get to where you wanted to be. So something that I would do just like individually with myself would just go back and look at pictures and just look at my progression and see how far I've came, like look how far you've came. And, you know, cause at that point when I was really getting down to it, I was taking pictures every day. So like how much your body can change. So like, okay, you know, this is um, just a bad day or a character building day mm -hmm. as um, I've been listening to quite a bit recently. Um, so it's not a bad day, it's character building day. <laughs> and so just like seeing my progress really helped me. Um, I also had some friends that were competing with me at the same time. So being able to talk to them and like understanding that, hey, they had these exact, they're having this exact same struggle right now, um, made me realize, okay, I'm not, I'm not going crazy. Like this yeah. is me just being a human and really going through something that's mentally tough. So um, having a good support system was yeah. very beneficial for me. Yeah. I feel like that's in all aspects, not just competing, but when it comes down oh, to, yeah. to live a healthier lifestyle, like you are who you surround yourself with. And that may sound so, you know, oh, well, yeah, duh. like, I feel like everybody knows that, but in reality, like you really are who you hang out with. Like yes. it comes down to like, if the people you're hanging out with take care of themselves, then you're probably going to take care of yourself too. If you're binge drinking, yeah. like we were talking about at the beginning episode with all these people every single weekend, then you're probably going to be like those people. So um, mm -hmm. that's something I absolutely preach. Like and your group or your people might get small. Like I only have a handful of people that I hang out with anymore and it's okay because it's the life yeah. I want to live and that I'm working towards. And sometimes that means, you know, leaving and sacrificing a few friends or family members who are toxic and who aren't helping you get to where you want to be. So do you have anything to say about that? Yeah, that was something that I definitely experienced. Um, and it wasn't my friends. It was me. 
It was me. I, I needed to physically pull myself away and just focus on literally myself and working out and making sure I'm eating all my meals. You know, if I would go out with them to a Mexican restaurant and they were going for margaritas, I, I didn't go. I didn't want to be tempted by the chips and the salsa. Mm-hmm. You know, um, there were times where I had to go um, out to lunch for work. And so I'd always pick the place that we were going to eat just so I could get like grilled chicken and broccoli or just something. And I would get hell from everybody, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but, but yeah. And yeah, yeah, I feel like you get so much hell from some people because they just don't get it and they shouldn't have to get it. If they don't want to get it, that's okay. Like not everybody's going to get right. what you're doing and you have to be okay with everyone not really understanding your side of things. Like, you know, this is totally kind of off topic, but like I've done 75 hard multiple times Mm -hmm. before. And that, you know, entails a lot of discipline, a lot of um, commitment and cutting a lot of things out and, you know, drinking being one. And I would always get told at weddings, like, well, what's up with you? You know, everybody thinks you're freaking pregnant when you don't drink. I'm like, no, I'm not pregnant. (laughs) I know. Like, no, cut it out. I just have goals here. And I, I, yeah, you get what I'm saying. But yeah, I just feel like no matter what you're doing, like you should really focus and make sure that you're hanging around the, around the group of people that you, you know, want to be like. And I think that comes with anything with fitness, just in your average life. Like, do these people make you better? Do they make you worse? You know, are they, Mm -hmm. you know, encouraging you? Do they want you to be good at what you're doing or want you to get better? Are they jealous? Like, there's just so many things. Things. And I know I'm kind of rambling and getting into other topics, but it goes right along with fitness. Like you are yeah. who you surround yourself with. And if you can put yourself in a position to be with people who are better than you or want you to be better than you are absolutely going to become a better person. If you would agree with I, on that one. Yeah. Yes, I 100% agree with that. Absolutely. Well, well, Hannah, I really, really appreciate you coming on today. I feel like you and I could sit here and talk for hours on end. Okay, yeah. up. We literally haven't talked to each other since <laughs> college. So it, that's been years. But do you have any last words for anyone listening when it comes to competitive, com- competitive, competing, when it comes to, you know, discipline, when it comes to surround yourself with the right group of people? Do you want to leave the listeners with anything before we wrap things up? Um, love yourself. Love your body no matter what. Because going back to the whole body dysmorphia thing that I really struggle with like you've got to love yourself find something mine's my eyelashes every day like I I like my eyelashes so it's like even if there's (laughs) even if there's like one thing about me that like I can tell myself you know I like my eyelashes I know that sounds so silly it's not like really like weight or anything like that but it gives me something to compliment myself on yeah mind your purple hair because you just got purple hair and you're gonna rock it (laughs) yeah I got purple hair today yes it fits your personality perfectly (laughs) thank you yes well you guys thanks so much for tuning back into another episode I hope you enjoyed this one as much as I did Uh, but Hannah where can my listeners find you or connect with you at on socials yeah my Instagram is just Hannah Malillo I'll spell it out for her. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It will be in the show notes, you guys. So you can find Hannah and kind of, you know, watch her and follow her. And I can't wait to see you on your next journey and your next competition. What did you say in April? Yeah, April 2023. Awesome. All right, guys. Well, appreciate you so much. Don't forget to just do you, sis, because no one else's opinion matters. And I will talk to you guys next time.